0: Welcome to the Crux Podcast and Sermon of the Week. For more information about the Crux Ministries and Summit Church, please visit us at summitsanmarcos.com. Hey guys, excited to be with you today and bring you the next volume of our Kingdom of God series. Easter was last week and uh, Jesus rose again, brought us with him into this new life. And so today we're going to start taking a look at what does that mean? What is, what is that new normal supposed to look like? I mean, right now we're kind of in a weird season of we're figuring out what is a new normal I mean we can't just do things we used to do right now in this season of being quarantined and with everything going on I can't go to friends houses I used to go to friends houses Uh, but now now I can't anymore you know I have to talk to my friends and give them a call on FaceTime or on Zoom or something my girlfriend and I we've even had to come up with a a virtual dates the point is is we've been in this new normal We've had to come up with new things in this time, and what used to work two, three months ago doesn't work right now. The old way of living, it doesn't really work anymore. You know, if I try to live the way I used to, it's going to get me in a lot of trouble. But in a few months, when all this is blown over, the new normal is going to change again. Uh, the, the laws will shift. The laws will change. I'll be able to hang out with groups of people. I'll be able to go outside and do stuff. I'll be able to, to do all these things again that I couldn't do because the law, it's time ended up and the law has been fulfilled. And so now I can go out and actually do things. This is exactly what it's like when, when God created the earth. You see, when God created the earth, there was a beautiful way he created it. It was perfection. It was amazing, right? But then Adam and Eve totally disobeyed God, and it brought sin and sickness into the world. And so in the same way where there's sicknesses in the world and so laws have been put in place to try to protect the people right and kind of quarantine them God brought a law in the Old Testament that actually quarantined Israel as a nation so to speak and separated them out from the rest of the world so that what they wouldn't be killed off by by sin and the other nations right however just like right now where this is only for an appointed time that law was actually only for a certain amount of time until Jesus Jesus could come on the scene right and actually fulfill the purpose of the law the time ended when Jesus died on the cross the law was fulfilled and then now everyone moved into a new normal just like how in a couple months we're gonna move into a new normal when the laws have been fulfilled and over this is what happened when Jesus died on the cross is that an entirely new Normal was created now. People a lot of times they look at the early church and they're like, oh dang, like they're amazing. They they're seeing signs and wonders and miracles and revival and all these crazy things are happening, right? But for them, this was just their new normal. For them, this is what it meant to be a Christian was to see these things. And if they looked at a lot of what we think is Christianity today, they would probably call us abnormal. Our normal to them would have been like down here, and they're like, What? that's so weird why aren't they seeing the things we saw so we want to look at today is what is that new normal of living the christian life and what does it really mean and how do we take those first one or two steps to begin to walk in the radical new normal of what it means to be a christian in the book of acts chapter one it says this it says that during 40 days after his crucifixion jesus okay he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive he appeared to them it was like hey touch me i'm real right he talked to them about the kingdom of god Uh, once when he was eating with them he commanded them do not leave jerusalem until the father sends you the gift he promised as i told you before john baptized with water But in just a few days you will baptize with the holy spirit you will be baptized with the holy spirit okay remember that says you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere and after saying this he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching and they could no longer see him we're just in there like "Wow." wow these angels show up and they say hey why are you just staring he says jesus has been taken from you into heaven but someday he will return to you in the same way you saw him go the last thing jesus says on planet earth before he leaves as he says this he says do not leave jerusalem until the father sends you the gift he promised don't leave until you get the gift which is the holy spirit the second one is he says and then you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Those are the first two things he says to do now in the new normal life. Wait for the Holy Spirit and be baptized by the Holy Spirit. The first thing the disciples do in the new normal is wait for the Holy Spirit. Okay, This is key. The, the disciples had walked with Jesus for, for three years. They had done signs and wonders. They had uh, learned from him. They had done miracles. They had cast out demons. If anyone in the world was qualified to now go do ministry, it was these guys. And yet Jesus says to them, wait, hold up, wait. Do not leave until the Holy Spirit comes. I guess I'm wondering with me, how often, even when we're saved, do we not wait for the Holy Spirit? How often do we just jump into things with our own strength? jump into that relationship without even asking Holy Spirit? How often do we just take it into our own power and say, this is what I'm doing and I never even asked Holy Spirit to come into it? Often we think we're equipped or not equipped based on our knowledge or our confidence or skills or our gifting or our lack of gifting, and we make whether we're ready or not based on how good we are or not. And yet, these guys were the best at following Jesus. And it says they weren't ready because they needed to wait for the Holy Spirit. You got to wait for the Holy Spirit. You have to invite him to everything you do. This is the first thing about walking in the new normal Christianity is in everything we do, invite Holy Spirit to be a part of it and wait for him and follow his guiding and his leading. Wait for him to move before you do anything. How do you know how much of your life is reliant on the Holy Spirit? Well, one way you know is, I guess, if he disappeared off planet Earth, would you notice? Would it make a difference? The answer is no, like, oh dang, Holy Spirit's been gone a month and I didn't even know he was gone. That tells you right there how much you're interacting with him. We wanna to get to a place where like, if the minute he's Not there. We'd be like, whoa, something's different, right? And and this comes with practice, just like anything else. Me and my friends or me and my girlfriend, we got used to each other by spending more time together, you know? like, And and then if she was gone or if my friends were gone, I would notice because I was so used to being with them. So it takes time. You got to build that relationship, take time to become close to him. Challenge number one, one way you can do this is every single day, every morning. Invite Holy Spirit into your day and ask to become more sensitive. With me, man, I was like a block of wood. It was so hard to hear Holy Spirit. Every day I'd pray, God, make me more sensitive to you. Holy Spirit make me more sensitive to who you are. Like, I want to feel you more. I want to hear you more. I want to follow you more. Like, and every day I still ask to become more sensitive. When you invite him, what it does is it actually tunes your heart to notice him more. It's not all of a sudden like he's there more. It's actually like you tune into feeling him more or seeing him more. But that's challenge one, just ask him. All right, so point two, what's the next thing the disciples did to walk in the new normal is they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. Uh, Here, I'm going to show you. I got some milk. Let's pretend this is me and you, okay? okay. This is us. We are the milk. This milk represents you. This milk represents me. This chocolate's Holy Spirit, Hershey's. Let's say this guy right here, let's say he gets saved. So Holy Spirit, the minute you get saved, he comes and he fills you up. Mmm. Tastes good he's inside you, he's made a difference, he's filled you, he's come into your home, Holy Spirit is there. However, the difference is even though he's in you, has he completely transformed your life? Or do you kinda look the same as the world? Because if I were to go like this right here, just cover this up, you wouldn't know who had Holy Spirit inside of him or not. So when people look at your life right now, can they tell? Or on the surface, do you look like the rest of the world? On the surface, do you look the same? That means Holy Spirit might be in you, you might be saved, it's not a salvation question, but are you transformed? Are you clothed with the power of the Holy Spirit? Are you totally different, right? And if you're not, there's a good chance maybe you haven't surrendered completely to the filling and the, 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 the complete stirring of the Holy Spirit. So let's say the other person now gets saved. Woo, more Holy Spirit right here, whoa. Boom, salvation tastes good. So these people are both saved, right? For most of my life, this looked like me. I got saved when I was like five. So I got saved, Jesus sent me, I would've gone to heaven, right? But my life didn't look any different from the rest of the world. Because if you look like this, I look the same pretty much, right? What's the difference between just being saved and then being fully baptized with the Holy Spirit? Filled with the Spirit, yes but has he baptized you? In uh, 2 Timothy 1.6, it says, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you. So have you surrendered to the stirring of the Holy Spirit? When you do, this is the difference. You go from being like still kind of looking like the rest of the world up here to Holy Spirit comes in and totally just starts to stir it up boom this is what it looks like he totally stirs up the holy spirit inside of you baptize you and now you actually look different from the rest of the world, right? Now there is a noticeable change because Holy Spirit's not just deep inside of you. You've surrendered to him to completely transform you. This is what it looks like to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. This is the moment the Holy Spirit totally came down and changed the disciples. Now they can move different. Is this a salvation thing? No, like this guy has Holy Spirit, like he got saved, but he never surrendered to let Holy Spirit take complete baptism, complete control over his life. That baptism of the Holy Spirit's way better. Just saying. My question is, have you surrendered to the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, wait for Holy Spirit. But then he said, get baptized. Get stirred up. Get enveloped. Get clothed with power from on high. Do you want to look like a Christian that kind of still looks like the rest of the world? Well, then you can stay the same way. But when you ask Holy Spirit to stir you up, to baptize you, it completely transforms you. You can start looking like the early church, they were reliant on being transformed by the Holy Spirit. This is what makes the difference between Christians who have a lifetime of being on fire for Jesus and those who've kind of just settled, literally settled. This is what it means to settle. It sinks down to the bottom. Have you kind of just said eh, my normal Christianity is with the Holy Spirit being settled down? Or is your new normal? holy spirit totally transform your life so where do you start well if you've never asked for the baptism of the holy spirit before that's where you start holy spirit i want to be like the the early church i want to wait for your presence i want to be dependent upon you holy spirit i want to give uh complete control to you would you clothe me would you surround me and i just give my life to you and you ask him say come baptize me, Holy Spirit, with your fire. Come baptize me with your presence. Come baptize me, Holy Spirit. That's where you start, okay? Maybe you're at a place where you've already been baptized by the Holy Spirit. Awesome, that's great. You have to also keep asking him to come baptize you fresh and stir you up. What happens if I let this sit for a day, two, three, besides the milk going sour? What happens, the chocolate actually begins to settle and settle and go back down, right? And within not long, it'll look like this again. Same thing happens with our faith. If you don't ask the Holy Spirit to keep baptizing you fresh, keep filling you up, keep stirring you up, and you keep surrendering your life every day back to Him again, asking Him to re-stir you up again, eventually you begin to settle. And so maybe you've been baptized by the Holy Spirit before. Awesome. Tonight, ask for a fresh infilling. I need more of you. Uh, all throughout the bible too in the book of acts multiple times they got baptized with the holy spirit at pentecost and then a few chapters later it says that they're praying and the holy spirit filled them filled them again right that means that there's moments where you got to get filled up again and that's totally good totally okay so tonight In our small groups, we're going to ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to come for the first time for some of you, or for others of you, for maybe uh, to come fresh again and stir you up fresh again, because that is how we begin to walk in this new normal, is waiting for the Holy Spirit and being baptized by the Holy Spirit. And I encourage you, bring chocolate milk. Oh, that's so good. Thank you for listening to the Crux Podcast Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit SummitSanMarcos.com for other exciting content from Summit Church.